We all know what it's like to be anxious about an exam at our school or be anxious when someone doesn't text us back. But what is it like to have anxiety so bad where you can't sleep and the emotion is a part of who you are? In this episode of So About Yesterday, we talk about the truth of anxiety. Anxiety is a mental health disorder, which is specifically characterized by feelings of worry, anxiety, or fear that are strong enough to interfere with one's daily activities. It's rough. Examples of anxiety disorders include panic attacks, obsessive compulsion disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder. These symptoms can include stress, but it's normally stress that's out of proportion to the impact of the event. So the inability to set aside like the worry that you have or the restlessness, the like chance that it just keep you up at night. So in recent studies for anxiety disorder, during August 2020 to February 2021, so not absolutely current um but because it's statistics and you have to collect the data just looking at the recent last year the percentage of adults with uh recent symptoms of an anxiety or just depressive disorder increased from 36.4 percent to 41.5 percent and the percentage of those reporting an unmet mental health care need increased from 9.2% to 11.7. So essentially people that weren't able to get care for that mental health issue or did not have the means or access to it. Um, and those people went from an increase of anxiety and depression from the 36 to the 41 uh, within the August to February timeline. So anxiety and depression as a whole has definitely increased. Um, I did see some other statistics as well, and that was from the CDC. I saw other statistics as well showing that a little bit sooner of data, so currently like in the last June or July, depression and anxiety did go down a tick um, since we were kind of out of that funk of COVID-19 post uh, being actually in quarantine. Um, it's summer, we're out and about, but it's showing a very vast uptick again um, as the winter season approaches and as our anxieties and fears of things are kind of playing back into um, our everyday lives. So thank you so much, Sarah, for the explanation on what anxiety is. And the reason why we have this episode is because one of our very own, Jonathan, has is actually experiencing um anxiety and i'm not going to speak for him but um i'm speaking way too much so let's just fucking get into it uh so instead of me just talking 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 thank you so much for that explanation sarah uh at this very moment jonathan how are you feeling well like i think i'm getting better honestly like everything that that sarah was saying and, and around that timeline that i was actually feeling all this uh to the point where I couldn't sleep. Um, I was over cleaning. I was, I was crying hysterically for no reasons. I would be driving to work, and it, it's hard to pinpoint what one thing did it for me. I think it was just a tremendous amount of different things. Um, but yeah, it's 
And then the statistics to show that the help that you couldn't get, I found it fucking impossible. Uh, there's hotlines, there's tons of different things that you can call up and try to get the help, but I think for me, because uh, of my culture um, and the way I am, it's just like I felt as though like, hey, I could solve it by going to the gym and working out. As you see, like I dropped a lot of weight over the time and and it wasn't just working out or I felt as though maybe, you know, getting away from social media it wasn't just social media. It was just seems like it's a lot of things, but like, I'm gonna be honest, I'm, I'm better now, but it's not something that you can just take a pill and, and or do something and it's gone. It's just something that I have to learn to live with right now because no, that, at times I wake up and I'm anxious. And that's interesting because you stated uh, talking about your culture. For those that are just tuning in who are not really familiar about, you know, our backgrounds and stuff, what culture are you speaking of? Are you talking about, you know, his, the culture? His, and here's the thing. It's Hispanic culture. It's it's male culture. Uh, right. Like, if you think about it, like, like I was mm-hmm. raised to always believe, like, a man doesn't talk about his problems. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? A man doesn't not supposed to cry. You get what I'm saying? Like they, these are things. Like if you do this, you're a pussy. Straight right. up, you're a pussy. That was told to me. A man doesn't do any of this stuff. He figures it out, takes care of his problems, and that's it. And I'm gonna be honest, that you can't. Like you need you need communication. You need to talk about like what's bothering you, because honestly, like. I think back a lot of my problems let it be insecurities with relationships friendships uh, uh, jobs and anything in my life if I would have just talked about what my real issues were trickling back from when I was a child to like now you know what I mean like if I was able to just talk about certain things and just be open about it I think I would have solved a lot of my issues before I got to the point where a lot of you guys don't know um, I fainted. Uh, I was feeling overwhelmed and I had like a, a panic attack in my house. It felt like my heart was racing. My equilibrium went off. Like I went to go and step and the, the floor wasn't there. It just, it's just crazy how much like this is, it just took over my life. And like, you can see the little fears and the little triggers here and there. Like, Chance will tell you, like, I, I I was offered a really good job and I turned it down. You know? Or there's times I get offered different types of jobs. I turn them down because I'm comfortable where I'm at. And that's my fear. And that's just... And I, I was worried if I fail, you, like, you go into the spiral. But I didn't realize how bad this, this problem was for me until, like... It, it mentally like put me in a comatose where I didn't want to fucking leave my bed or you know what I mean like is any of you guys felt this way or like well, what do you guys think like this is like you guys came over to my house made sure I was okay because like honestly I was losing it yeah and I appreciate that I you know what I appreciate it so much like Sarah checked in on me Chance checked in on me Shit they showed up to my house When I didn't think anybody Was gonna show up to my house And I was just like You know what I mean Like It got to a point Where I had to go to the hospital And it, it's scary 
it's scary to think that in your mind you think you're alone but you're not i've joined a group where i had to go into a program where i do group sessions and you're not alone like the same thing i'm feeling tons and tons of people are feeling and it's shitty but you think that you have it worse like you hear some certain people's things and like fuck you know what i mean and not to say hey i should live off of like hey i don't have it that bad as they do it's just shit like i need to really before it gets there i need to like fix these things i have with me i think that's why a lot of when we were uh we did come over like a lot of the things that we talked about was trying to convey like we felt that way as well um because at least and just for me personally like i have a lot of self-esteem issues um from past trauma but also like just in general um i just uh I just assume either people don't like me or there's something wrong. I don't know if it's like, cause I can, I'm like more in tune to like feel people's emotions or I just always believe the worst and that, Oh, they didn't do this thing. So they don't like me. And I've definitely felt like that where when I am doing great, people will talk to me, but when I'm doing really bad, it's like people won't, reach out and like help and it's not for them to know that they need to reach out in my time of need but like sometimes people do tend to like back off be like oh she's going through something like i'll i'll leave her alone or just like the you know the the timeline of people wanting to reach out and hang out like you uh, feel like we've all felt that where you go like a month or two where everyone and their mom wants to hang out with you and then like you'll have a month where like it doesn't feel like anyone wants to be your friend so i mean we definitely wanted to let you know like hey you're going through things and like we've either gone through them or like we want you to know that we are here because like we have been through them in the past and it does suck to feel like that we like we all went out for ice cream in newark it was pretty fun um, but like, it's even when you do feel that anxious or that depressed, like even doing something fun is not necessarily fun. So it's hard to be like putting on a face because even within our daily jobs, we have to put on a happy face and just yeah. like pretend to feel good. And so much of uh, either our generation or just like because we're a part of an industry that has to do that, like you feel like you have to put Absolutely. on this appearance and it gets to a point where yep. you don't want to do that. So we're like, dude, you can go ahead and yep. be sad. Exactly. Sad. But we're going to get some ice cream. So yes. like, so I mean, like you can be sad. Being sad is okay. And I agree with you. Like the culture of either your background or just being a man in general is like, you're not allowed to feel that way. And even men, women, like, you're not allowed to feel shitty, but you are allowed to feel shitty. Like, we've experienced, we were just talking about this, like days when people are like, you all right? You good? Yeah, I don't wanna be smiling every second. Like, it's like being a woman where they're like, oh, come on, sweetie, smile. Like, don't have any smile, I don't have to. You know what I mean? Like. Sometimes you just don't feel like having those emotions and that's totally okay. And I was gonna say like, where you were talking about 
you know, kind of feeling better now, but it would definitely was a dip. It was kind of like going from a 180 from where you were months ago. So what do you think, like, rundown of kind of what happened when you felt like, for lack of a better words, when you broke? When I... When it was too much, you know what I mean? It... If... I don't know. Like, I'm gonna be honest, like, it was tons of different things. Like, a lot of things were going on in my head. I think the overwhelming... It felt like a wave of... Everything I, 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 I messed up on, a wave of of things that I was I felt as though I was lacking in. Like I I, I met somebody and I felt as though like, hey, I can't keep up with what they do in life. And I was looking at my job and I was like, this is not it for me. Like, you know what I mean? I need to be doing more. And then my friend, like my best friend, about to have a child and I'm like I'm 30-something years old, and I don't even have a girlfriend, really. You get what I'm saying? Uh, I, it, it was just tons of different things that I was just... It was just hitting me, and I never thought about. Like, I, if you if you know me, normally I'm a confident and fun-loving person, but, like, all of a sudden, like, every negative thing I can think of or everything I, I missed out on, it just started hitting me mm. all at once. Like, I, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm going to be honest. Like, the the, um, uh, the the death of my cousin started hitting me because I realized um, she, te- she, she texted me and I was so, like, unavailable emotionally. Like I was just, she was her last message to me was like, "I love you," and I didn't write anything mm. back. You know what I mean? And those things just started hitting me. Or like, my grandma passed away, and then I didn't really like feel those things. And all of a sudden, that shit started hitting me. Like it, it felt like every emotion just started hitting me all at once. A girl I liked let, uh, didn't want to have anything to do with me. Boom! That started hitting me. The girl I'm seeing, I can't, I, I, I feel as though I can't, I, my insecurities started hitting me and, and I started thinking like, I can't, I, I'm, I'm thinking like, this is my life right now. Like, I don't work at like a, a job that pays me a hundred grand something grand. I don't, I don't, my, 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 my lifestyle isn't that great. Like I started looking around, yo, it was tons of different things and as you can see, it bothers me now because I'm talking about it, but um, I realized, like, all those negative things, like, I I just was overthinking it. Um, and it's always going to be there, but you just have to learn these coping mechanisms where it's like, and this is just certain things I learned in group, where being open and honest and talking about how you feel helps... Um, talking with you guys and keep on reminding myself I'm not alone um Sarah just mentioned that how she had a moment while she was at work or Chance also had a panic attack like to know and hear these things in 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 an environment where it's in a friendship where it's it's completely safe to talk about these things because like I said my culture my friends don't talk about panic attacks you know what I mean they don't talk about like all that negative shit. Like, nah, get over that shit. Yo, drink. 
smoke, do this, do that. You get, you get what I'm saying? It's not always one level either. Like I know um, when you say like a lot of the times, like if you look at like a disease or like you know something going on with you, there's like okay, this thing happened to me. But I feel like panic attacks, there are for me at least, but I know a lot of different people. There are different levels of panic attacks, like, and sometimes you can't you can't really have like the, an understanding that it's gonna happen. Like yeah. uh, the other the other day, I got a panic attack when I was at the grocery store. No good reason. Hmm. I just didn't want to be out and I didn't want to be near people. And even though I was like, I gotta go get groceries, and I was feeling perfectly fine. It was a nice sunny day, like whatever. But it just came out of nowhere. But then sometimes where Jonathan you were talking about like all of those emotions hitting you you do start getting like a panic attack of it, it's kind of like 30 is the new 50 of like a midlife crisis and at least for you know not to harp on the generational divide again but like millennials a lot of the times when we were growing up you were taught like you do you work really hard or you work really hard and you go to school or you do all of these things that you're supposed to do and then you'll get a job the job will be good and then you there are steps to your life and mm-hmm. lots of us we've talked about in like past episodes like oprah didn't become oprah so she was like 40. so you know there you don't not everyone's gonna live in that cookie cutter like life but it still affects a lot of us because i felt the same way where i'm like i don't want to be 35 i'm 32 and i want to be 35 working in retail i've put a lot of like myself on the line to go to school to work really hard to become knowledgeable in things and like and you know i'm uh, it's not that it's a bad job but it's not where i'm supposed to be and i agree with you like seeing people have kids like living different you know levels of their life i feel like i've never leveled up you know and all of that feeling just kind of like rushes you and you're like oh my god and sometimes just being able to go out in public sucks you're like i'm gonna curl up in bed and play some animal crossing like it, it it can physically be painful too like i don't know if either of you have uh get any physical pain from panic attacks but I've gotten somewhere like most of the time when I get a panic attack, it feels like a 300 pound like elephant is sitting on my mm-hmm. chest and I just ran a marathon. So while it's not physically painful, like, you know, if you right. stubbed your toe or something, but it, it it's literally exhausting. Like if you cry, if because your mm-hmm. fight or flight is taking into yeah. effect and it would be like if you just almost got killed by a murderer. Like yep. your body feels like it's in, like I've had panic attacks where I've had, like I've been doing this for like an hour. Like it, you can't like, you can't make your body feel something different. It's like if your body went into like a seizure, like it just happens and you, sometimes you can't control it. And so it's crazy. Like to it's physically to debilitating. physically to not be able to do things. Now, the crazy part about it, you physically can't do things. Now, to try to get the help that you need. No. The system is made. So you're saying, fuck it. I have to deal with it. So not only my culture was telling me, like, I, I shouldn't I shouldn't look at these problems where I was having panic attacks. I'm going to be honest. I couldn't, I couldn't perform sexually like how I normally would. Putting that out there. Be honest. Yeah. Like, 
I'm normally I, I can normally do my thing yeah. and not a problem. Yeah. I was so stuck in my fucking head that I couldn't do the things I normally do. Girl, yeah. girl, a girl would actually tell me she's like, "Yo, what's was good with you?" Like I'm like, I I don't know because I'm so in my head. And now she said that to me, doesn't even realize how much that fucking triggered me, how much that like made it even worse. Now. <sighs> Not only that's going on because you, you're scared to open up and tell anybody about these things. Now, you want to get help. You have to jump to every fucking loophole or every fucking thing to try to get the help that you need. I've called. I I, I was calling psychiatrists. I was calling therapists. They were booking me out till December. Okay. Oh, wow. I finally got somebody on the phone. And for them to get the background of that I have a gun in the house and that I'm feeling like this and that things are just, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Didn't say I wanted to kill myself. I just said I didn't want to be here anymore. I didn't want to feel this way anymore. They let it be known that Jonathan has a gun in his house. He needs to go to the hospital. I think he's a threat for his life. It had to get to that point for them to actually say, hey, we have a program for you. We're going to put you in this program where there's a, they're going to help you out. It took that, it had to go that far for me to get the help. You understand? Like I had to walk away from work. I had to walk away from everything that I normally do to get this help. Ended up in the hospital and uh, they're giving me medication, they're watching me and the whole night. Okay. That in itself is anxiety-inducing. Right. It's not even the, the worst part. Because yeah. then after you do all that, how do you get paid? How do you get paid by the state? Because this is the actual thing. Because your job says, yeah, they'll pay you, but they say the state's going to pay you the rest. So the whole time I'm only getting paid like a few dollars here and there. The state's supposed to give me the rest. state doesn't get back to me. I haven't gotten paid. So you got to worry about the paperwork that you have constantly got to fill out and, f- and get this done and get this done and Jesus. get this done while trying to mentally control like everything that's all the negative shit that's happening in your life. Now, not only that, I uh, my car is all fucked up. I need to pay for that. I got to live off my savings. So I'm like, I'm taking from savings to fix my car. I'm taking my savings to live off the life that I normally used to living. Um, I'm contacting people and they're like, well, you can just go back to work. Yeah, and end up in the same spot that I'm in right now because that's what I was doing. Yeah. I was just kept on calling out, calling out. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, where when I broke my hand and I was out, no problem. They waited a while, but they was able to get back to me and they was like, hey, you're going to get paid. They sent me a card. I haven't received a card. I haven't received anything from the fucking state at all. Wow. Okay. My job, I-, I just talked to my job, and it's not my job. It's the program that works through my job. So they're telling me, Hey, we, we can't give you the rest of your, your your vacation time, which is my vacation time. Because and then that would be us overpaying you because the state is what? just reviewing your paperwork. So I haven't been paid. My car's all mm-hmm. fucked up. I, uh, my car got into... I, I, was, I wasn't even in the car and the car was in an accident. Not once, not twice, but a few times it has been hit. So now look at the anxiety I'm dealing with. Not only the waves of emotions that I'm feeling like insecure in relationships that I'm in because I'm constantly thinking that they're they're doing something on the side or uh, like I'm not good enough because like I'm not 
I'm not at the job that I want to be at or I feel like I should be doing more. Uh, let's not forget that everybody around me seems to have, and, and this is my perspective. Mm-hmm. Everybody around me is ha- having a grand old time and social media doesn't help because let's not forget they put no. their highlights of their life. They're not going to put the shitty yeah. parts. So you're comparing your life right now as you speak to their mm-hmm. highlights. So I'm doing that. I'm seeing everybody's having kids and they're doing this and they're getting the house and this and that. I bust my ass every fucking day. Yep. And, and I don't have... And I felt as though, like, I don't have half the shit that they do. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm stressed out about that. I'm stressed out about tons of different things. Now, during all this, the girl I was dating couldn't be there for me because she had her own shit. And guess what? I I lost it because I'm like, I have nobody to talk to. So what I, I indulge on while trying to get this help and do all this stuff? Drinking. Smoking like crazy. Why you wait for this help? Where I can only get a, a, a therapist to talk to me for half an hour, once a week. What? So I finally got into that program. Yeah. Wow. Until I finally got into the program. <laughs> wow. And I must say, like, some of the stuff they talk about in these programs, they're fucking common sense. I'm not steering anybody away from it. But they're fucking common sense. And it's just sometimes it just needs to be heard from other individuals. Somebody told me that you need to go through this by yourself. You do not. You do not. You're completely fucking wrong. Because yeah. guess what? You're better in numbers. Anything that you do is better in fucking numbers. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You walk a lonely road on certain things, yes. Like, at, at the end of the night, you're going to have to lay in bed and figure out those triggers. They're not going to be there. But mentally, to know that that person's there for you, that means so much more. So when that person who t- that told me that you need to figure this out on your own, you're fucking wrong. Because you're fucking wrong because most likely you had individuals around you that were helping you in some manners of being there for you. So don't tell me you did it by yourself. Because nobody could do these things by themselves. They are a strong-willed person. <clears throat> I'm Jesus. sorry. I'm going, I went on my no. fucking ramble. But, like, let's be honest. No. The system fucks you. And, and no, nobody agree. wants to look, look at this system that we have to get the help that we need. And the mental health portion of it is so difficult. And I absolutely agree with you. When I had to get hand surgery, same thing. Immediately, it was approved and I was being paid. But when it comes to mental issues, it you have to jump through hoops in order to make someone understand or believe you that it's, mm. it's a stigma around yep. depression, anxiety, yep. Uh, disorders that actually can affect you physically, but people are just like, oh, well, suck it up. Yep. All, right. all jobs suck, all relationships, you know, it, you just gotta deal with it. And it, it, it's really difficult when you are dealing with all of that internal, constant, you know, you're not good enough. This person doesn't like you. You, you know, you're, probably too fat or too ugly or too like you're you're not hitting those those levels of life that you wanted to hit and you have all these things going on in your head meanwhile you're trying to get people to believe you that you're actually having these problems and you're a lot of jobs now uh, do say that they they offer therapy 
Um, and it's only, what, maybe 12 sessions a year. So you kind of have to kind of figure out your trauma around one session a month, which is pretty difficult to do. Or you have to have enough money in order to pay for someone like a psychiatrist who actually has a fair amount of schooling and degrees to actually know is medication going to help? What is the actual issue that you're having? Because there are large differences between therapists, psychologists, and psychiatrists. Yep. And if you, those doctors, like psychiatrists, aren't actually in your network, you're going to have to pay $150 each time that you see them. Yep. Right. And then you buy one last thing. The the problem too is that when you said like you know the, it, it's dealing with things in numbers, you have all these relationships like your friends, your loved ones, your family. You have relationships with people, but we don't also remember like yeah you could go get therapy or psychology what have you but it is so difficult to find a relationship with a therapist or like psychologist or psychiatrist that you actually like it took me years to find a psychiatrist that i thoroughly it, it made me feel better after talking to them to not to then not be able to see them anymore because they're in a different state mm-hmm and it's so difficult to find a really good connection because sometimes if you're seeing a therapist, you're just going in and you're talking to them about your day. And I would kind of default into like work mode and just want to yep. make them feel good. Like, oh, it was good. Facts. And, yep. Never, yep. and they never asked me about my trauma that I had. They never asked me about like, they, so they couldn't wow. give like, if I said, I'm feeling like this, like I feel like driving my car off the road. Like they couldn't like give me breakdowns because they could only ask me questions essentially because they weren't an actual doctor and didn't feel confident in giving me advice rather than just listening so there are different levels and you don't always feel comfortable i'm sure like lots of us have gone to a doctor where you're like they suck yeah even an internist and you're like i hated that person my regular fucking doctor told me like hey jonathan you're taking a lot of time off uh yeah. Uh, do you realize like how much pressure you're putting on your fellow co-workers? I'm like, yeah. What? What the fuck? Wow. I was like, you, you, you fucking kidding me right now? I just told you like how I'm feeling. My regular doctor, because I don't know who to talk to. I, I at the time I didn't know who to talk to about it, and that's yeah. what she said to me. Like, look how much pressure and like how much stuff that they have to deal with. You know what I mean? I, 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 I press upon like when I went and got the help. And they, 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 I had to stay at a place. Let me tell you how they had me in the, like, the wing of, like, the darkest area. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you watch the movie The Joker, like, I have an eye, I, like, it, I have a different eye on that movie because you're in a shitty, dark lit area. So you're, 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 you're feeling depressed. So you're feeling more depressed. All right, you're surrounded by something, not saying people are worse, but you should seclude certain individuals from each other because I don't want to hear some of the stuff that other people are saying because it's it's yeah. intense for me and it's making me and it's triggering me. So I was mm. in, in an area where there's people like saying cr- not crazy stuff because to them it's not crazy, but I, I, I now I'm scared to use that word. I'm saying 
think that that would be abnormal for me to hear or for me to be around. So, yeah. like, the system fucking sucks for this. Uh, if you can get the help, I would say really take your time. Like Sarah was saying, find somebody who you really feel connected with. Take your time. Don't feel as though because this is the help I got, this is how I'm going to stay with. No. You have, you can pick and choose. They're getting paid. So you take your time. Like, I don't like this. I'm going to walk away. You know what I mean? So just understand mm-hmm. that you have to take your time before you get that help and 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 find it. But even though it's hard to get the help, it's like the therapist you talk to, make sure you feel comfortable with. Make sure you're you're talking about the things that are really bothering you, not the the day that you're having. Agreed. Because I, I think mm-hmm. I found myself doing that the most. And I think that's where our problems lie because we're we so used to. to. We default to talking about, I had a shitty day. Basic things. Yep. When we don't talk about, hey, when I was a kid, this is what I saw. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like they, they, so the lady broke it down for me. Like, um, I run into uh, abandonment issues because, like, I'm not saying my mom was a bad person, but, like, shit, she, she would bring me to, like, the bar and leave me with a handful of quarters, and I would just be there by myself. So I always feel as though I'm by myself. Like those are certain things that I didn't realize that bothered me the most. Yeah. You know what I mean? These and, and these are just little tidbits of what trauma we all gone through or may have gone through or if that's what I went through. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize talking about it would make me feel better. Making realizing, hey, and talking to my mom's about it too made me feel better. I was like, hey, why did you do that? You know what I mean? And it, like, it's hard to, like, remember that those people are people, too. Like, mm-hmm. they might be going through something. They might have a different experience or a different idea of what... Like, it took me... And this is, like, slightly different, but kind of in the same wheelhouse. Like, it took me years to find a dentist that after so many... It's funny, but, like, so many dentists, I would tell them, like, I can't keep my mouth open that long because I had an eating disorder. And I would say, like, my, it, my jaw physically hurts if I keep my mouth open, like, too long. And they'd be like, nah, I don't think it's from that. I'm like, oh, okay, but, like, I think that's a problem. And they're like, well, it's probably... And they would just kind of, like, brush it off. And, but not all dentists are like that. Similarly to, like, not all therapists or psychologists or psychiatrists are like that. You just have to find someone that kind of, like, speaks your own language and you feel comfortable telling them those things because at the end of the day, you're trying to get help. And if someone's not helping you, we just don't feel comfortable in looking for something else. Because like if someone didn't clean your carpet the right way, you're gonna find a different carpet guy. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it doctors, it's also a business and we gotta feel comfortable by asking because we're just used to going along with, oh, thank God because it is very difficult to get an appointment. Thank God this person saw me immediately or in two months. That's great. You know, and then we just kind of continue going with it. It doesn't mean that it's going to be the best thing out there. Um, At the end of the day, we have to feel comfortable in trying to get help and trying to better ourselves. And I feel like that's what that's what you're doing and that's that's the first that's the first step and you just to keep working on it because we're all 
We're all paintings, and the painting's not done. We just have to keep working at it. You know what I mean? Ooh, I like that. No. <laughs> I like that. Um, the end of the day for me, like, if you think you're alone, you're not. Um, if you think you, like, this is the end of the road for you, I just want you to think about, because, like, a lot of people I, I've been around wanted to end their lives and stuff like that. But no, that's not what you want to do. You want to end the feeling that you're having. So just think about that. You want to end the feeling that you're having? So open up, start talking to people. Open up and don't don't close yourself off to anybody or, or everybody. I say open up. And the people who want to be around you will be around you. The people who's willing to listen will listen. All right? So just make sure that if you're feeling anything, just a hinkling of like just feeling down find somebody that you can you can reach out and talk to it could be even be your closest friend you we need to start changing up the way we think and have those friendships where we can talk about everything and anything we need to have those friendships where everything is talked about so that i'm not saying i'm trying to get rid of therapists but here's the thing like if if i would have talked to you guys about how i was feeling or all the traumas I was dealing with before and we just randomly talk I don't think I would be here I, would, I wouldn't be in this place where I'm just like I wanted to close myself off from everybody Ooh. so please please don't think just because people say like nah you can get over it you can figure it out honestly no you can't you're gonna need that help don't think you could do this on your own. There's people out here willing to help and willing to be there for you. And there's other things that you can do before it gets to that point where you break down. So please, don't be scared. Call. There's hotlines. There's tons of things on the internet that you can find to get the help that you need. And shit, just start off by being positive with yourself. Like, if you feel that way, take a deep breath. And just say to yourself, like, I'm worth it. I'm, I'm, I'm better than this, and I'm worth it. I remind myself that now every morning. Because I know, like, I'm, I'm worth a lot more than just these, these shitty emotions that I feel. And I'm meant to do more. You just got to work towards it, to be honest. I mean, I think Jonathan and Sarah, I think everyone put it perfectly that, you know, for me, you don't know what someone's going through. You don't know what their journey is. And as you can tell, I didn't say a damn word during this entire podcast because you know what? Sometimes you don't need to say things. Sometimes you're more effective when you just listen. And I think at the end of the day, a lot of people just need that. They need someone to listen. And I'm not really, I'm not going to. Let's put it this way. When Jonathan, uh, when we, when Sarah and I went to Jonathan's house, we tried to get him out of the house so he could, you know, spend some time with us. And that kind of reminded me of vegetables. You know, when you're young as a kid, you don't want your vegetables, but your vegetables are good for you. So what I got to say is you just need to find you some vegetables and the nutrients they give you is wisdom and knowledge. And they give you a long, healthy life because that's what friends do. That's who they are. So I guess I'm a carrot because I'm wearing this carrot looking uh, shirt. Uh, but no, I mean, that's all you need to do is find you some vegetables because vegetables are good for you. Yes, they suck. Yep. 
yes, I hate cauliflower. I'm I'm, I'm working on loving it. But sometimes <laughs> just do things, you know, just because, you know, go outside. Even though you don't go outside, go outside and, you know, just feel the rain and feel the leaves and just do something that's outside of your element. Uh, but most importantly, listen to yourself. So what I would love for you guys to do especially in this moment is that we would love to hear what stresses you out and we would love to hear what gives you anxiety and we'd love for you to leave that in the comment section below so we can be there for you if your friends aren't there for you we'll be here for you and um it's been a real honor i really appreciate you guys just being here being present because it takes a lot of chutzpah as they say in the jewish religion to really speak your truth and quite frankly yes i did have anxiety while i panic anxiety attack still learning these terms um but i'm on, i'm honest and i'm open with it and by being honest and open with yourself you could be honest with the universe and the universe will listen to you and, and kind of give back so other than that i'm not going to give a quote because you don't need a quote you just got a whole I bunch of knowledge analogy. i thought that yeah. was that's quoting up oh thank you thank you thank you sister girl but other than that uh my name is chance I'm Sarah. Jonathan. This is So About Yesterday. We want to thank you for joining us in our season premiere. And, uh, we Exactly. You guys stay safe. Email us if you have any questions. If you just want to talk or whatever, we're here and we're ready. And uh, yeah. we're here for you. And then also we're going to leave a little uh, phone number at the bottom and an email. So if you know, know anybody who you believe is suicidal, who needs mental help or whatever that might be, you can go ahead and click the link in the description uh, below. So other than that, we'll see you guys later. I love you guys. We love you. And uh, yeah, be easy. Stay safe. Bye. Bye.